This is the Our Monkeys My Circus podcast. Yeah, that's what it's called. What do you think? Eh. Hello, this is episode 17. Well, I was going to say hi, welcome to the latest Our Monkeys My Circus podcast, but I've been preempted by uh, our newest edition. Adrian's back on the podcast after, what was the last episode you were on, Adrian? 14. Okay, so now- I just started kindergarten and now I'm in first grade. Okay, well, th- there you have it. Now we know exactly. We're up to date on, on Adrian's whereabouts. The last three episodes. Uh, Kai is always back with me. Kai, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Excellent. So, Adrian, actually, you and Adrian both have been listening to the podcast frequently. So, you guys know more about what's up than I do. Uh, so, anyway, you guys want to do another podcast? We have a lot going on since our last podcast, which was only, I think, six weeks ago or so. So. Let's get it started with episode 17. All right, Adrian, what is something that you have done that you were desperately wanting to talk about? My birthday party. Okay, so your birthday party was in September. Actually, I think your birthday was in September. The birthday party was a few weeks later. Yeah, it was in October, I think. Okay, so what happened at your birthday party? Uh, so we went to this cool movie theater, and we got to see the movie Smallfoot, and, and I invited a few people to it, and we got to have... Pizza, I think, and ice cream. That's An orange brownie. My mom makes it every year for me, because okay. I like it. Yeah. And I don't like cake. Okay, thank you. Uh, when you wrote this down as a possible topic, I thought it might be a little more interesting. Um, but, yes, yeah, so that's literally what we did for your birthday. We took some of your friends to see Smallfoot, which is a very good movie. Let me just point out that me and your mom had six or seven kids under the age of 10 to, to sort of corral, and that was interesting, to say the least. The upside is we had the entire movie theater to ourselves, so that was cool, and no one got lost, more important. So that was your birthday. You turned seven. How does it feel to be seven? Uh, yeah, it feels good. I'm super happy, okay. and I like my teacher. She's really nice. Yeah. And she used to pass out gum, but now she doesn't, and I'm kind of sad. It's an interesting tidbit to add there. Yes, so she doesn't pass out gum. (laughs) Maybe that will change. All right, Kai, what do you got? What have you been doing? We put up a hanging chair in my room. When you say we, who do you mean? You. Oh, okay, right. Let's be clear. (laughs) So yesterday, I think, last night, I walked upstairs into my room and found you drilling a hole in my ceiling. (laughs) That was for the camera so I can watch what you're doing in there. But yes, (laughs) to hide the camera, I actually added the swinging chair. It's like really comfortable. It's like sort of like a hammock, but smaller and hangs from the ceiling. Saddest part about that story is that uh, your Uncle Joe, my brother-in-law, made this for you six or seven years ago. I think longer longer than that. Perhaps. But... And it was meant to be hung in your room at the time of uh, it was gifted to us. But because I'm so handy around the house, it took that long for me to finally get around <laughs> to doing it. But it is awesome. Thank you, Uncle Joe, for all your hard work. And uh, sorry, it took seven years to, to get it up. But Kai loves it. He still fits in it just barely. Adrian, do you like the chair? Uh, yeah, it's pretty comfy. All right, Adrian, what's next on your list? Oh, white lake trip. So we uh, went to this cool place, um, and we stayed there with our cousins, not uh, Aunt Heather and Uncle Trip, but uh, Uncle Joe and Aunt Val, and right. Porter and Emilio, and Cobb and Kona, and Gabe. And so this was our annual, semi-annual trip to the Adirondacks. We went to White Lake this time. We'd never been there. We stayed in this huge house just with two families. 
And what's one of the things you did there that you never done before? So we we uh, kneeboarded and so let me let, let's set the scene. So when you tell people stories, they generally like to know the details, and they weren't <laughs> they weren't there, so they can't they don't they can't relive the moment with you if you, unless you tell them explain it to them what happened. So you went kneeboarding, <laughs> first time ever, or have you gone before? Or? Uh, yeah, it was the first time ever. So you were in the water, you got the kneeboard. What were the instructions you were given? So we were told by Uncle Joe to get try to get on the kneeboard and lay down on it as they started going and then slowly get up onto our knees and grab the rope, which was, they had this handy little clip on the board, which held it in place while we got up. So we had to sort of hang on. <laughs> so yeah, both of you, worth noting, both of you got out very first time. Were you scared back there, Adrian, your very first time? Uh, I was a little when I first was like getting off the boat. But then when, when, <laughs> when I, I pushed you into the water? <laughs> yeah, I was really happy. And so both of you got up very first time. Kai, actually, I've been kneeboarding for years. Uh, I'm a semi-pro kneeboarder. A lot of people don't know yeah, that. Yeah, sure, Dad. <laughs> but you were, by the time we, the end of the week, you were doing 360s, which I have never done. You were jumping the wake efficiently. Um, Adrian, what were we trying to do? What was Uncle Joe trying to do that he could never do while you were back there? Do you remember? No. He was, he was trying, trying to, to shake you off. He was trying to hit oh, every yeah. wave. And you wouldn't, no matter what, you would not go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, even when I touched the water with one hand, I still did not go down. Yeah, yeah, it was your trick. You would take one hand off the off the rope and stick your hand in the water trying to show off. We saw this huge wave go behind the boat and we couldn't see you. We thought you totally went down. And then a couple seconds later, you come flying up like, Ten, no, not ten feet. Like a ten couple in, feet, ten inches. A couple feet across, over the over the water. You're just smiling so hard. Seems like you had a great time. Yeah, you were like a little weeble wobble back there. You would go side to side, but you would never never eat it. Unfortunately, Kai, oh. on the other hand, ate it a few times, and those are quite awesome to watch. Oh yeah, and you also gave Dad a black eye. So congratulations oh, on yeah, that. You did give me a black eye. So Adrian and I were by the end of the week we were tubing together, and I got thrown off the tube. And then Adrian landed on top of me, elbowed me in the face with his, uh, I guess you can only elbow someone with your elbow. And he came up yelling and screaming. And crying. Because I did a flip and then... And and, I, into my face. I know, but that, that's your face. It's rock hard. Yeah. And the blood, the blood and the black eye to show for it. Thank you very much. <laughs> so yeah, we did that. White Lake was a lot of fun. You guys, that was your first time doing anything other than tubing. You were very good. Adrian actually tried water skiing on the first day. Almost got up, but didn't. But you were close, and I think next year you'll be doing great. Oh, and Kai paddleboarded all over. He paddleboarded miles over that lake. He loved that. That was uh, also very awesome. Did you guys do it? You did a little bit of fishing, not a lot, right? Yeah, not not that much. We did a little. Caught a couple fish. So we did that. Kai, you also have on your list Thanksgiving dinner. Anything in particular you want to talk about Thanksgiving? We played a huge game of Monopoly with our cousins. Oh, yeah. Uh, Uncle Joe, that was fun. I think Emilio, within a couple turns, he got in jail on purpose and just sat there laughing at us, but that was funny. Adrian did quite well in Monopoly. Did you enjoy that, Adrian? First, I got a garden and I got to own the zoo and about five to two people were five to two. on the <laughs> thing. Pretty yeah, so range there. It was a local version of the of uh, Monopoly. So Adrian owned the Utica Zoo 
And for some insane reason, people landed on it almost every time around the board. Uh, this zookeeper kept no animals at his zoo, he said, and he had no intention to change yeah. that. But <laughs> at he, one point, one of us landed on the zoo for like the 50th time. Somebody asked, can we see the animals? Without any delay, or you go, no. And he, the person paid 20 bucks, and we went on with the game. So yeah, we did that. Actually, it was 24 bucks. Thank you. So we did that, <laughs> had a good time, great Thanksgiving dinner, saw our family, and now going to come to the perhaps the, the biggest part of this show biggest part of any show in our monkeys my circus history potentially adrian two weeks ago where did we go to the show methicality and we got to meet rotten ink and yeah it was fun so a little backstory uh, we talked about in the last podcast we were going to see rhett and link aunt heather was, was really good friends with both rhett and link growing up they're four and a half years or so younger than me so I knew them just from seeing around school and church and all that when we um, all went to the same church and lived in the same town. You know their families. Mimi, my mom, used to work for Rhett's dad back in the day. Granddad still plays golf with Rhett's dad regularly. So we know each other. But, you know, they're out in Los Angeles. They're doing their thing on YouTube. They're YouTube stars. Would you say that, Adrian? Um, more than internet superstars. Okay, internet superstars. So, you know, I haven't seen them in 10 years or so. And I got in touch with Rhett's mom because we're friends on Facebook. And I said, is there any way we can meet Rhett and Link when we go see them in Atlantic City on November 9th? And she got back to me and said, absolutely. So we got VIP passes. And me, you, your brother, and our cousin, nephew, Porter, went drove seven hours on the way down there because we hit some traffic and a, and a rainstorm to get to Atlantic City. Went right to the venue. Siri took us on a three-hour detour, so that was fun. Right, through Philadelphia. I, to be fair, it's not Siri's fault. It was the car GPS, but right. We sat through 5 p.m. Friday Philadelphia traffic. Uh, thank you, car GPS, for that. But we got there, plenty of time to spare. And the show started at 9. Adrian usually goes to sleep around 8. But he was about to fade out, and then the show started. Do you remember how the show started, Adrian? Um, I just want to add one thing. Oh, sorry. Um, If you're in the car right now and you're listening to Siri t- um, telling you where to go, probably you should turn it off and uh, t- t- take your wife's phone and just do it on that. What if you're not married? Then, then take somebody in the car next to you's phone. All right, that's probably not dangerous at all. Or, or, Or just, like turn it off and just go where you think it is yeah that's probably the worst advice you could give someone but thank you so the show started do you remember how the show started adrian so it was black and then we saw two people and then the lights just show on showed and i think it was purple and then we saw both of them and so here's what happened you had put your head on my shoulder you look you're about to pass out the show started about 10 minutes late so about 9 10 and then there's a big loud noise from the the uh sort of the pa announcer that was, he, was, he was saying funny things about the show, and you sat right up, and for the next hour and a half, you were on the edge of your seat, eyes wide open. And we were near the back. This is about a 2,000-seat um, theater. We were near the top and the back, and you were enthralled with the entire show, start to finish. I mean, is that the best time you've had at a, at a show before? Yeah, totally. That was probably the best. 
So, Kai, what was your experience, uh, the whole thing, once we once we got to the theater after we took our seven-hour journey to get there? To add to the beginning, while they were coming out of behind the stage, you could just see their silhouettes. It was hilarious because you could definitely tell which one was Rhett and which one was Link because Rhett is about five feet taller than Link, but... Five inches. It looks like a lot, but... Right. Anyway, so I had a lot of fun. I was laughing like a maniac. Link did a duck in a straitjacket impression and almost fell off the stage. That was they good. They inflated each other's butt. You can't say that on the on the podcast. This is a family podcast. <laughs> okay, sorry, but it was yeah, it was fun. What are you laughing at, Adrian? The inflating butt. What did I just say? So yeah, this is what I'm dealing with. <laughs> Thanks, Rhett and Link, for that. But it gets even better. So the show was fantastic. Hour and a half. Eleven o'clock rolls around. And then what happened next, Adrian? Um, so we got to meet Rat and Link. So hold on. Don't rush through the details because people love the details. So here's what happened. We, after the show, the ushers moved us down to the front where the, the good seats were. And then they said, okay, go stand in this line. It was about 100 people waiting to, to meet Rat and Link. Uh, again, thank you to Rat's mom for hooking us up with this. And we were about fourth in line. And what did you do when you first saw Rat and Link walk out from behind the wall? Um, I stuck my head out yep. of the line so I could see them. And then what'd you do? And then I waved to them. You waved and you were clapping furiously like you mm-hmm. had just seen your favorite people in the whole world. Mm-hmm. You were so excited to be so close. You were 20 feet away from Rhett and Link. Like yeah. a thousand Lego sets. Okay, sure. So Adrian, you see them, right? Yep. And then we're walking up to meet Rhett and Link. You're first, followed by your brother, then Porter, and I'm in, in bringing up the rear. So tell us what happens as you walk towards them. Um, what was going through your mind? I was like, I don't know what to do. I just, I think I'm gonna just gonna, gonna sh- shake Link's hand and then I don't know what's gonna happen. So what happened? You shake Link's hand? I I shook his hand and then. What'd you say to him? Hi, my name is Adrian and my aunt Heather from Bowie's Creek. So, Bowie's Creek is where we all grew up. Rhett and Link, my sister, me, back in the day, thirty years ago now, more than thirty years ago. What do you say to that? Uh, Rhett and then turned to each other, kind of like surprised. And then after like a few seconds, their face lit up and they noticed that it was you. That's right. As often happens when people see me, their face is lit up. What, <laughs> what, what is your recollection of this story, Kai? So Adrian walked up. I didn't quite hear what he said originally, but as he has restated the story st- several times now to lots of people, I know what he said. So you walk up. And Link is sort of putting the pieces together, but Rhett knew because Rhett's mom had gotten us VIP passes. And then Rhett and Link immediately started hugging you. <laughs> so as was... people do when they meet me. So what, what were you thinking as you got so close to the guys you love to watch every day on, on the television? I was like nervous a little. I was, like, <laughs> I was just so excited. It was just strange because I have only seen them through right. TV before, but... We were now getting to like actually shake their hand and talk to them and everything. It was yeah, that's right. So back up a few months. I don't know if I've talked about this in the podcast. You can tell me because you guys listen to it every day. But we went to visit Aunt Heather and our cousins over Labor Day. We listened to Ear Biscuits, which is Rhett and Link's podcast, because it's something we can all listen to together. And uh, in the late August, early September episode, they were talking about going back to school. And one of the things they mentioned was when they were younger, and I was in eighth grade. They love enjoying the talent show, right? So I'm going to play a little clip here and of them talking about that, and then uh, we'll pick it back up in a second. 
fact, I remember in first grade going to the talent show in the Bowie's Creek Auditorium and watching the eighth graders at the time uh, perform Brass Monkey. That was the peak, man. And it was Brad Inman. Shout out to Brad Inman, wherever you are, up there playing the trumpet during Brass Monkey. And it was unreal. It was, I remember sitting there watching this happen and thinking, you cannot get any cooler than this group of eighth graders up there right now doing brass this song. Brass trumpet. They did it, they changed it to brass trumpet. Brass trumpet. And then he did a trumpet solo. Brass it, trumpet. It literally, it blew my mind. Well not literally. It, what, I, that's why I stopped myself from saying literally because I don't wanna misuse the term literally. It figuratively blew my mind. Yeah, it, it, the bookends to the year, the, the best moments of the year, the feelings that if you just wanna bottle up and just binge drink is that first day of school and then the day of the talent show. Okay, so a couple things. I wanna set the record straight. So I told them in fact that we were the, I was in the band that started uh, on the talent show team that sang Brass Monkey, changed the lyrics to Brass Trumpet. But I just wanna clear one thing up. Brad Inman was not in the band. He was a year younger than me. He played on the basketball team. I, I remember Brad from back in the day. But uh, it was me, lead singer. I had no talent whatsoever, but I was good. <laughs> assembling uh, musicians. It I was, believe you. Yes, thank you. It was me. It was Matt Lanier played the saxophone. He's, he's the one that did the solo. Brett Evans was on the drums. And Scott Ladner was the other front man along with myself. So those are the four members of uh, what we called ourselves the BC Boys. B period, C period. Play on Beastie Boys. Uh, because again, that was my talent. Stupid nicknames and <laughs> getting together musicians up <laughs> myself. So we did that, we did the talent show, and uh, I told Red about that, and his eyes were as big as moon pie cookies, and guess what he said, Adrian? I was the reason inspired them to become who they are this day. So I'm the reason that Red Link are successful. Can you believe that? Uh, I don't know if. <laughs> yeah, I don't either, but I appreciated the gesture, and I, as I told uh, Red and Link, as we were listening to that podcast live, we were driving down I-95, going to see your sister, and I was going, yeah, they're talking about the band that we were in in eighth grade. But the fact that it sort of stuck with them is crazy. And it's funny how little things that happen to you as a young age, you sort of remember forever. And it gives you inspiration to do other things, even in, uh, either indirectly or otherwise. So that was cool. So anyway, we, we met them. We talked to them. We talked about Aunt Heather because obviously they're good friends with them. And I thanked them for... Thank, I told Rhett to thank his mom for hooking us up, and then we sent Rhett's mom a thank you note. So that's all good. Adrian, do you have any other uh, recollections from meeting Rhett and Link that stuck with you? Link put his hand on my shoulder. Right. So, <laughs> so uh, if you go to uh, ourmonkeysmycircus.com, you can see a picture that we got with uh, Rhett and Link. And you can see, in fact, the visual evidence of Link putting his hand on Adrian's shoulder. Adrian, when you went to school the next week, you, you spoke to your class about it. What did you tell him? I went to these cool people, their names are Rhett and Link, and uh, one of them, his name is Link. Uh, he put his hand on my shoulder, and they're famous YouTubers, so yeah. I'm sure the fact that you met YouTubers at all was uh, quite the excitement among first graders, but... <laughs> well, how was the excitement level among sixth graders? A couple people who knew them, I told, and they were, like, they were mad, honestly. Like, they were annoyed that I got to go, but like, they weren't like mad mad, but it was funny. Right, they were, yeah, I get that sort of mad when people do cool things that you wanna do. You're like, hey, that's awesome for you. 
not great for me. Like a tiny bit jealous. Right, exactly. So, Adrian, you had fun. You, what was the best part of the show for you? Uh, just sitting there and watching them really do all those cool things. Yep, they did some sketches. They did some songs. It was, it was exceeded my expectations. It was a lot of fun. And there were all ages there. So Adrian was one of the youngest, but there were people that probably were in their 60s there and everyone seemed to have a good time. Kai, you loved it too, right? Yeah, it was amazing. I loved it. It was so funny. Man, you got to meet them, which was, I think, I think they actually sort of enjoyed talking about Bowie's Creek for a little bit. Nice little break for them because they are super wildly popular. And I think the hundreds of people that were meeting them, they were more talking about the things they do professionally. And we were just sort of reminiscing about the but the olden days and a simpler time. So thanks to Mrs. Rhett's mom for hooking <laughs> us up. That was amazing. Thanks to Rhett and Link for meeting with you guys. And uh, I had a blast. Porter had a blast. And uh, it went better than I could have imagined. Adrian, did you think it went better than you thought it would go or not as good? Just like the same that I thought it oh, would so go. Oh, so your expectations were uh, met right on the dot. Kyle, what about you? Definitely. It was way better than I thought it would be. It was, and it wasn't even like I thought it was going to be something like boring or anything like that. It was amazing. Like it was sort of different than I thought too. I thought it would be more like the YouTube show they have, but it was, I liked this better. Honestly, it was. Right. So this um, tour was based on their book, a book you got last Christmas and you've already read easily. Uh, read through and it was about their friendship. They met in kindergarten and they've been friends forever. Kindergarten or first grade? First grade. First grade and they've been friends ever since and they've parlayed that into uh, their jobs and they're fantastic musicians. They're super funny. Um, they have something for everybody in the family. I, I should be the publicist but yeah, we had we had an absolute blast and even though we almost died getting there between the weather and the traffic, <laughs> I can't say enough about how awesome it was. So before we go, I want to play for you the original Brass Monkey, so you can get an idea. So listen to this. Brass Monkey! So we changed Brass Monkey to Brass Trumpet. Brass Monkey's a drink. We very well can talk about that in eighth grade. What do you think, Adrian? I like it. Any thoughts, guy? Uh, it's a little uh, crazy. It's yeah, imagine though. four eighth graders on stage. Your dad Ooh. and Scott Lander dancing around singing to this song. Uh, to be fair, Brett Evans, the drummer, and Matt Lanier, the saxophone player, they were jamming, and they got people going. They're they're the sort of jumpstart to Rhett and Link's career, I feel like, not so much us. But either way, it I'm was... sure you were just awkwardly standing there pretending to play the guitar or whatever. Anyway, so that's a nice little stroll down memory lane, a recap of what we've done the last few weeks and months. Adrian, anything you'd like to add? That was the best music I've ever heard. Thank Except you. for maybe the Rhett and Link music at the show, Mythicality. Fair enough. Kai, you have anything? Not really anything else, no. All right. Great podcast. Number 17 is in the books. All right, guys. Both of you, smell you later. Smell you later. See you later. I was low light there.